just because we get around. It's not my generation, but it's Gen Z that creates a lot of talk these days, and that is a centerpiece of Howard Tolman's article on Inc.com. Howard is the general managing partner with G2T3V. He joins us every Tuesday. We call it Mining Chicago's Business. It's sponsored by CareerVision.org. Howard, I'm sure your generation took a hit back in the day. Weren't you a part of the hippie generation? Yeah, at least. At least. Uh, <laughs> I well, mean, you still do the long hair, right? Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I, I think, look, I think every generation, you know, it goes through these phases and things. But I I think that uh, not every generation is coming into the workforce with all these different changes and all these different situations. Uh, and, you know, they're just surrounded by such craziness in terms of uh traditional messaging. I mean, I I think if you ask, you know, the executives at a bunch of companies what it is they feel comfortable saying to their people, uh, you know, I I, I said it feels like having paste in your mouth. I mean, it's just all the stuff that we grew up sort of saying and that we took for the truth and for a given, it just feels uncomfortable. And, And so what I what this was about is all right. Well, if you if you can't talk to them, you know what you need to be doing is figuring out how you're going to connect or reach them otherwise. And one is to explain to them that they're not there by themselves. They're there with a team and and people that they can rely on and people that care about them. And so you're really doing it for the people sitting around you and working with you as much as you're doing anything for yourself. And then the yep. second thing was there's a lot that you can do for other people and. And that's an important message, too. And, you know, so, uh, look, I, you know, I, I think that we, you know, we have these kids coming out of COVID. They're joining the workforce. A lot of them have never been in an office. They've never worked for a company before. And, and it's our responsibility to figure out how to give them the guidance that they need to be successful. But it's just much more challenging these days than it ever was before. Every encounter I have with my son and his friends, mostly my son, because, of course, he's going to give it back to me, is why does everything have to be a life lesson with you? Well, because you've got <laughs> some lessons to learn. That's why. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. And he, they take offense. They take offense if you try and even share anything with them, because maybe every generation thinks they know it all at that age. Well, I, I think I think everything is up for grabs. I mean, you know, stuff that we took for facts, you know, when you have a, a president uh, the last time around who lied 30,000 times, uh, you know, people don't have any standard reference. They don't have any shared set of things that we take for facts and to be the truth that's not disputable. And and honestly, it's, uh, it's very hard. You know, you used to at least believe in hard work and you know, sort of a meritocracy where if you worked hard and you did your job, you would advance. And that's a different issue, which is uh, the way the jobs are changing. Uh, hard work is, is not sufficient. You've got to be a lifelong learner. You've got to take other steps to adjust and be adaptable. And people who think that they're going to do the same job, whatever that job is, for the next five or ten years in any industry are going to be rudely awakened because those jobs might be there in terms of the job name, but the requirements and the tasks will be dramatically different. And that's the issue, is that they don't believe, the Gen Zers I encounter do not believe that they will achieve what we have achieved. So their thought is, why am I going to bust my back for anybody when I'm never going to achieve what 
your generation was able to achieve. Well, and listen, that's that that was, you know, I mean, it 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 seems to me that that was uh, a lie that we told kids a long time ago, that everyone needed to be a college graduate, that everybody needed to own their own home. Um, these are not going to be things that are given going forward. And certainly home ownership is going to be out of reach for, uh, you know, a whole generation. But the good news is the college, uh, the college education thing, at least we're starting to break through with more and more companies literally advertising that it doesn't require a college degree in order to get a good job with them that can lead to a middle-class income. And, and that's, that's exciting because if we don't take the stigma away from vocational education and try and press these kids to do something that they can be excited about instead of sending them to college for four years to study, you know, ancient philosophy or whatever it is you study these days, um, you know, we, we need to train them for the workforce, but we also need to train them with the skills that are going to be important tomorrow and not yesterday. And you're a lifelong educator. In fact, you started an institution that was based on that because I believe that one of the one of the advertisements was for the Tribeca Media Arts Academy was, hey, is your kid in the basement playing games all the time? This is a school for him. You know? Exactly. <laughs> and believe me, we had we had parents who said, you know, things like you save my kid's life. I mean, because all of a sudden he's getting up and he's going to work with his crew or his team or his group. And they made a connection that their parents thought they would never make. And, and they, uh, they really turned around because they had pride in what they were doing. And that's really, and they also felt, and this is really critical. They also felt responsible to their teammates. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you, we have to get over this selfishness too, that it's every, that everything is about you uh, and hopefully, you know, hopefully we'll see some paths toward that. But uh, but it's going to be a bumpy ride. And, you know, we're we got, uh, you know, 18 months of craziness here with the, you know, these election things. And that's yeah. a total distraction as well. So, so you had three I did, points. I did mention. Um, I, yeah, yeah, I did mention. And I, and I just thought it was a great story. I mean, you know, this wasn't like, uh, you know, a corporate giant. This was a few people that are, you know, U-Haul guys and figured out that, you know, if your house is sopping wet and all your valuables and everything uh, are, you know, in jeopardy, that it's it's pretty handy to have them, you know, send you over one of their storage boxes and you can store your stuff for 30 days free. This was you all throughout Chicagoland, I think five different groups. And they and they said they just thought that was important to do for the people that had suffered all these floods and all these, you know, uh, disruptions. And it was a nice gesture. And I tell you what, I think every one of these people, I talked to a couple of the people at the various locations as I was doing the piece. And, and you know, they were proud of it. And they were excited that they could do something. And they had real agency, you know, instead of feeling helpless or, you know, not uh, not part of the problem, they became part of the solution. And so I yep. think it was just a really nice thing to do. Yeah, he's talking about five U-Haul stores in Chicago immediately took action after the storms and the tornadoes to offer 30 days of free use of their U-Box portable storage containers to anyone whose home was flooded or damaged or your roof was missing or your windows were blown out. And and that's something of every age group can get behind and support. That brings not only a community together, but a business together. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. that. Absolutely. Will I see you at the Paws Beach Party? You bet you will. You bet you will. And we'll be bringing at least one of our little girls. Oh, good. So, good. Yeah. I look so forward to it, Howard.
Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Our conversation is sponsored by CareerVision.org, and Howard is a big part of Paws Chicago. He loves them as much as I do, and that beach party is coming up at Navy Pier, so we encourage you to buy a ticket and join us. It's coming up a week from Thursday, so be a part of it. Come out, bring your animals, have some fun. Stick around. Steve's News is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. 